Welcome to Women Leading the Way Radio Show, where each time you'll hear from successful women CEOs, executives, and professionals, where we'll discover how they do what they do to be successful in business. We'll be interviewing women who have overcome big challenges, women who have incredible stories of lessons learned in dealing with adversity. We'll even interview women who have started and grown successful organizations and women who are C-level executives with unique talents and positions. Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today. Well, good morning and welcome to Sue Rising Radio, brought to you by Connected Women of Influence. I'm Sashi Whitman, your host for Sue Rising Radio, and our topic today is the College Series. And our Sue Riser on the show today is Angelica Cortez. Good morning, Angelica. Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? Doing well. Doing good. Excellent. Thanks for being here. Super excited. I know I spoke to you, I want to say it was earlier this year, about your Sue Rising experience from the stage. But just to let all of our audience know, Angelica Cortez was one of our risers from 2020. And I had the opportunity to meet her a little over a year ago when Deanna Potter and I were her coaches for her Sue Talk. So here we are, almost one year later to the day of Angelica's Sue Talk back in December of 2020. Now, just to give you some context, Angelica was a senior in high school last year in the middle of college applications and remote school, preparing for her Sue Talk. And let's fast forward to today. Angelica is a freshman at Chapman University. Okay, so of course I have a million questions about um, her experience as a college student because that's what we're here talking about. So, Angelica, you're now back to in-person school and living on campus. Was the transition to college life you know, the way you, you thought, you expected. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Yeah, definitely. So it was a little bit different than what I expected, which was I expected it to be perfect. I expected to get here, to move into my dorm. Everything would be absolutely perfect. I'd be doing so, like, amazing. I'd have a million friends when I walked in. But I got here, I'm like, wait, what do I do? And it was a completely yeah. different transition. I, I completely moved to a different point in my life, and I didn't realize how mm-hmm. different it would be. Um, I stayed relatively close to home, but it was still having this sense of independence that I had never had before. It was different, right. but it was exciting, and I was really able to grow because of such a quick transition. So, okay, tell me a little bit about how was it not perfect? I mean, what were some areas where you're like, oh, I mean, I walked into my first class, and there's a bunch of kids who already knew some of the material that I hadn't learned in high school, or some, uh, they, they would have, um, it was just stuff like that, or just, I could see everybody mm-hmm. already having a bunch of friends, and they had their set friend groups, and I hadn't, had, I mm-hmm. hadn't made that connection with that many people yet, so mm-hmm. I was questioning myself, asking myself if I was behind, or well, what I was supposed to be mm-hmm. doing better, and I'm meeting people mm-hmm. who have already who just have completely different experiences in life, people from all over the country coming together, having different experiences mm. in life, I was like, I'm behind on life. Mm, that's so, okay. 
So did you, I mean, were you able to connect with the other students easily and then be able to talk through that? Or how, how did that process sort of um, come about? Yeah. As time went on, I was able to really discover myself and really realize what I wanted out of my college experience. And through that, I was able to connect with people who had similar goals in mind. Because there are so many people from so many different backgrounds, so many people have different goals. Some people are there for one thing, others are there for another. So having that group of people who have similar Uh values and who have similar goals and that similar drive that you do as is, is super important so that you're able to stay on that right path to where you want to be. Okay. Okay. That's really, really great. That's awesome. So it's a very supportive community, it sounds like. Are you able to oh, yeah. speak? Okay, that's awesome. Are you able to speak to, like, faculty, too, and approach them about things? or? 100%. My, I go to a small school, um, and so mm-hmm. because of that, it's small class sizes, um, the okay. students are much more one-on-one time, and so I'm able to mm. speak to my professors and ask them more qu- ask them questions um, that mm-hmm. I might not be able to ask in a 400-person class. So it's a lot more interactive. It's a lot more creating relationships with those around you um, and not just okay. being a number in a group of hundreds and thousands of kids. Right. Okay, that's really, really good to hear. Okay, um, that's awesome. Now, have you chosen a major yet? I have. I'm currently business administration doing an emphasis in marketing, and I'm trying to decide okay. what my minor is right now. Okay. And would you say at this point, because you're still, I mean, just, again, you're just like in the first semester at college, right? So I am. Um, would you, yeah. So would you say that you're dead set on that major a thousand percent, or you're like, well, I'm kind of investigating, seeing what other areas could be of interest to me? Well, the great thing about college is that, at least my school, you're able to change your major very easily, and they provide you with a lot of Uh, options and opportunities to explore. So I 100% know that I want to stay within business. Um, I love Mm -hmm. it. I feel like I'm able to express my creativity and express myself through that. Um, Mm. However, the what side of business is what I'm exploring right now. So whether I want to go to um, advertising, public relations, strategic mm. corporate communications, marketing, entrepreneurship. There's so many different realms that I feel I need to explore more. Um, mm-hmm. But I, business is where I most likely will be sticking. Okay. That is incredible. Okay. That is great. So that kind of leads me very easily into my next um, question. So I know some information that I would like Angelica to share. But not only did Angelica start her freshman year, but she also started like a real – job like what I call a job job oh like Angelica has a job job yes she's got a job job so I don't want to give it away but I'll let Angelica let everyone know what she is doing and where she is working yeah so I'm currently working with Connect to Women of Influence as a marketing and communications assistant Um, Mm -hmm. I started with Connect to Women of Influence and I officially met them when I was doing my Sue Rising talk back in December of last year and since then, right. um, my relationship with Michelle and Sashi and the whole Connected Women of Influence team has grown, and they provided me with this opportunity, and it's been really great because, like you said, it's a job job where I'm able to really learn hands-on what it's like mm-hmm. to be in business. Right. 
How many hours a week would you say approximately you're working right now, just so that we give, like, an audience an idea of just, like, you know, your work versus studying? Yeah. Right now I'm not working too many hours. I'm working 10 to 15 hours a week right now. Um, Okay. And, yeah, so it really allows me to manage my time where I'm able to give time to school and I'm able to give time to my relationships with friends and transitioning Mm -hmm. into the college life, but also be able Mm -hmm. to get this work done. Okay. And your job is pretty much 100% remote for the most part, correct? It is. It's it's pretty much 100% remote except for when we have Sue Talks or Women of Influence Awards or specific events. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Okay. And so what would you say um, in the time that you've been there so far, what are some I don't, uh, uh, lessons, aha moments, some like, really, that's how that works? Um, can you share some of what you've learned so far? Yeah. What, it's, been, it's been literally so – I can't even – I don't have words to describe how crazy it's been. <laughs> Just going okay. from knowing absolutely nothing to going – I still don't know everything, but even uh, taking a step forward in my knowledge and what I know – about marketing mm-hmm. and communications has been super cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm working on writing some blog posts, and my writing skills uh-huh. have improved. I just, I don't mm. know, just learning to communicate so much stronger and effectively and learning right. how to work as an employee within mm-hmm. a company that's so supportive has been really special and unique that I had never experienced before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it sounds like a very collaborative team environment, right? Like you can just be totally Definitely. like, this is what's going on. Okay, this is where I need support in. This is how I can help somebody else. Okay. Yeah, and I, ha- I have to say, um, on behalf of Sue Rising, we are super excited um, about what you, have, you and Kristen have been doing for our uh, social media accounts. It's been amazing um, to see the difference and the traction and the engagement there. So I would just like to say a personal thank you to you for that um, because that's how awesome you are. And how much we really appreciate that because Lord have mercy, Instagram still is a little intimidating for me. I mean, I kind of get it, but yeah, anyway, so um, I, I just really appreciate that. So first of all, personal thank you. Um, so here's something else I wanted to ask you. So you have been in a position to help with and attend some of Connected Women of Influence events. And you even mentioned that, like Sue Talks, um, the Women of Influence Awards. I remember seeing you at the anniversary celebration working behind the table as people entered the ballroom. Um, Angelica and uh, uh, Juline, our first Sue Riser, attended our um, largest virtual mixer earlier this year. So can you let me know what are some aspects that you have um, enjoyed about attending those events or being a part of it or working behind the scenes? Honestly, even though I'm working and it's my job, I think the best mm-hmm. part of it is meeting people and just meeting so many people who I look at them mm-hmm. and I'm like, wow, you are where I want to be 10 years from now mm-hmm. in my life or 15, 20 years mm-hmm. from now in my life. So mm-hmm. meeting these people and hearing their stories and seeing how they got to that point or just learning about mm-hmm. different jobs as a college student, you're not 100% where you want to be in life. So this mm-hmm. is such a perfect opportunity for me to just meet people and meet people in different professions. And it's been really special. That's been my favorite part. 
And have you been able to have like um, one-on-one conversations with them or meet with them, you know, later or, or conduct, you know, or, or have like a Zoom meeting with them? How has that sort of networking transpired if, if it has? Oh, yeah, 100%. So I discovered a little magic trick called networking and informational <laughs> interviews. So that's okay. been so much fun where some woman I meet at um, the Women of Influence Awards do talk uh-huh. influential women who are in places where they worked hard to be in the position that they're at. I mm-hmm. get their card. I get their phone number, I get their name, something, and then I'll look them up on LinkedIn or I'll email them directly and I'll Uh reach out and I ask them, would you be willing to meet with me for a 15 to 30 minute call on, um, so I can ask you a couple questions as to where you got where you are. And so Mm -hmm. I'll hop on these Zoom meetings with them and they're quick, but they're extremely productive Mm -hmm. meetings where I'm able to just learn and they're able to give me advice. And after each Mm -hmm. meeting, I feel like I'm taking that step forward towards my career, which I really want to be doing. Okay. That is just, okay. You were like 18 steps beyond uh, most of the freshmen <laughs> out there. I mean, the, I mean, the fact that you came up now, did you come up with this idea on your own or did somebody tell you, Hey, Hey, Angelica, go, go talk to these people. Or did you just really just like, was it just like, Oh no, I, I, I'm going to go and, and make some phone calls. Well, I actually like, Throughout my time at college, I was really able to have resources and people who told me this existed, but I did go out Uh on my own and start doing this because I realized what, like, this is such a beneficial thing that I should be doing. And then so I did some more research online, watched YouTube videos, Uh and then I'm like, why am I not doing this? Why have I not been doing this? And so I haven't done very many because I just recently started it within the last few months, but... Uh-huh. I have, like, a goal of doing 10 a month. Wow. Okay. And that is significant. with these people. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And do you – okay, that's fascinating now. Okay. So do you, like, collect all these notes, like, in a in a book? Or are you, like, typing it? I'm just curious. Like, or do you look back <laughs> on it and go, that was really interesting. You know what I mean? Like, how do you yes. collect, I guess, the information? So, okay. So during the interview, I'm just, like – scrambling down, taking notes, because I want to primarily uh-huh. listen to what the person is saying and taking it in. Uh-huh. But I take notes right. on key points in my notepad that I think could really help me. And so in that, I end up putting it into, like, a template page that I use on Excel um, onto mm-hmm. my computer where I'm able okay. to organize, okay, this person I've reached out to on LinkedIn. This person, uh-huh. I asked this question. This person, I asked this question. Yeah. And then at the end of my interviews, yeah. I always ask, is there anybody else that you'd like that you think I would be beneficial for me to talk to or any other options you'd like me to explore uh, that you think might be beneficial to me? Right. And so through right. that, even if they're not associated with Connect a Woman of Influence, I'm able to meet mm-hmm. and network with new people who referred me. Okay. Who I was referred to. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mind is blown. I'm like taking my own notes as I'm listening to you. Okay. Um, Okay, before we move on, Angelica, we're going to take a quick moment here and recognize one of our sponsors. One of our sponsors for Sea Rising Radio here is Microsoft. And Microsoft, thank you so much for your support. And now we are back to the college series. And again, this is Angelica Cortez. Okay, so Angelica, you were just telling us about how you're making these phone calls. Are you actually able to – okay, let me ask you something else about that. Is the information you're collecting practical? Are you, like, 
okay, I didn't think about this aspect of, of career exploration. Oh, this makes me want to look into this particular area of marketing, for example. hundred um, percent. Yeah, okay. so on all the, I, ask, I have a list of a ton of questions that I ask them, and they're very much tailored to that specific individual and what specific okay. things I want to learn about them. For example, if they own a marketing firm, because I'm interested in okay. marketing, I'd ask them, okay. why did you choose marketing? What led you here? And mm-hmm. what do you enjoy most about the work that you do? What do you enjoy the least? What skills are important mm-hmm. to have in a job like yours? And just right. questions like that where I'm able to tailor them to the individual to really uh-huh. learn why they are where they are and how they got there. Okay. Right. Okay, amazing. I think, all right, I think everyone who's listening is going to be like, okay, wow, telling their kids, telling their grandkids, telling nieces and nephews, you should be doing this as well. And it, that can, it's so interesting because that is applicable to multiple careers. I mean, you could be pre-med oh, and 100%. doing that. You could be, right, you could be engineering. You could be, I don't know, the multiple different disciplines and still do something mm-hmm. like that and really talk. Um, oh, that's absolutely fantastic. Uh, okay, I'm going to kind of switch gears just a little bit here. Uh, because I wanted to bring up something to our listeners, which is that I've had several discussions with Angelica because she is a member of our Sue Rising Next Gen Advisory Board. I know, it's a lot of words. And we were discussing as a group uh, potential mentorship workshops, areas of interest. And this was a couple months ago, a few months ago. I think it was in the summer. And you said something, Angelica, that absolutely floored me when we were talking about potential categories for uh, mentorship. You said something, it starts with the letter R. Do you remember what that R word was? Uh, I'm not going to lie. I don't, but. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm just not. I'm teasing. Okay. The R word was retirement. Retirement. Oh. Okay. We were discussing <laughs> a workshop on finances, you know, investing, stock market, even, you know, how to save money, you know, practical principles for money management. And I believe you said something to the effect of, I want to learn about retirement and how to retire. Okay. Yeah, now I remember. (laughs) Okay. I just want to let everyone know, I don't know if you saw my face on that Zoom call, but my mouth like flew open if my chair did not have side rails, I would have fallen over because I'm like, how is this young woman at the age of 18 even thinking about the word retirement? So I have to ask you, why is that even in your brain at this point of life? I don't know. I'm just, I'm somebody who's a planner. I like to plan for okay. the future. I like to know where I'm going and just kind of have a general idea of what I can do to better myself tomorrow, five years from now, 50 years from now. Um, okay. So mm-hmm. in doing that, I want to prepare. Um, if there's something I could be doing now, I'd rather be doing uh-huh. it now than be doing it five years before I decide to retire. I know that retirement wow. is something that you should be planning for long term in order to get the most benefit mm-hmm. out of it. And so right. recently I've been learning a lot of fancy words. I mean, just <laughs> things having to do with taxes, things having to do just fancy words that have to do with retirement. I'm like, what is this? Why have I not heard of it? And I'm eventually going to be having to do it, so why not right. start now? So by the time I'm at that point where it's something 
real and it's something much more like real that's uh-huh. going to be happening soon, I'm much more prepared uh-huh. and I'm much more ready. That okay. Once again, amazing. I just I, I really and you, you have to know that's very unique, right? That you are in that even mind frame of thinking about something like that. Because so I mean I know there's you know definitely called students similar ages who are thinking about saving money, you know, paying off um, money for their loans, but definitely mm-hmm. not thinking about that kind of trajectory in terms of planning. So that is absolutely amazing. Okay. So I just had to say uh, if any, yeah, if there's any financial investors or anyone in that um, area listening, this is a whole new area that perhaps needs to be explored with this generation. So, um, yes. Okay. Yeah. Just amazing. Yeah. And so uh, let me, let me ask Angelica, when you are thinking about re- retirement, I mean, okay, and this is crazy. You've asked this and maybe you thought about this. Do, do you have a specific age in mind? I don't. <laughs> I mean, okay, at this okay, point too. in my life, I I don't have a specific age where I'm like, I know I'm going to okay. retire at this point. I think it just, okay. for that, for me, it depends on what I decide to do in life, which I am not even at that point in my life. Um, right. But the reason yeah. I'm thinking about retirement is just taking that first step. Just mm-hmm. taking that first mm-hmm. step that a lot of people don't take until later and mm-hmm. just starting to educate myself at a younger age. Um, I mm-hmm. think is really important, and I think more people should be doing as well. Do you think? Uh, do you think that you have that kind of mindset? Do you think you get it from like your parents, your family, or do you think that's just me, Angelica? Like your own particular. I, think I am the oldest child. I'm okay. the oldest cousin um, amongst my family, uh-huh. and so yeah. a lot of my younger cousins they look up to me and they ask me a lot of questions um, about life, about career, about I'm like, I don't know the answer huh. to this. And one of my younger right. cousins asked me, she said, she said like, what is retirement? I'm like, uh, I know what retirement is, but I can't exactly explain it to you. So that's what kind of sparked right. my interest in it. Um, but yeah. my parents, they are also planners. So I'm really lucky to have those mm-hmm. resources where I could ask questions to and then also mm-hmm. being a, around women who are – some mm-hmm. women who are at that point in Connected Women of right. Influence, mm-hmm. it turns mm-hmm. it into a much more real thing because that's what I'm surrounded mm-hmm. by. If I only surrounded myself with 18-year-olds, then mm-hmm. most likely that's not what the conversation topic is going to be about or, like, mm-hmm. what people are thinking about. But who you surround yourself with really influences and impacts your thoughts. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, and I really see, like, you're being mentored by others, but you're also mentoring, like, those behind you. You know what I mean? Like, those who are younger. So I think that's fantastic. Um, Yeah. Okay, so I I have another question based on just your experience in the last few years. So looking looking back at your super younger self from a few years ago, like, think, now I'm going back, like, freshman year of high school, you know, maybe sophomore, what would you have done differently in high school or even as a senior, just looking back, if you were just like, well, gosh, I should have done this, or maybe I should have thought a certain way. Is there anything that you look back on and go, I wish I could have done that differently? Well, looking back on my life, I don't regret any of the things I did because I do think that they Mm -hmm. shaped me and they influenced me to be who I am today. And Mm -hmm. really just changed my mindset on a lot of things. 
However, mm-hmm. I do think if I could give myself a few of advice, it would just be to not worry so much. I worried right. so much about getting into college. I worried so much about doing all of that mm-hmm. stuff. And to not worry yeah. so much about the straightforward things like college application, mm-hmm. the things like getting a job, not worrying about mm-hmm. that and learning more about the skills and learning how to better mm-hmm. yourself and learning how to explore and learning how to network and those types of things, um, right. which I think I wasn't right. as focused on. I wasn't focused on what's going to make me a better human being, and I was more focused on mm-hmm. what's going to make me, what's going to lead me to the next step for college. Right, right, absolutely. Well, and I think that's what a lot of students are trained on. I mean, it's really difficult to see even step out of yeah. that because that's your you're geared to. It's like, okay, when I graduate, you're going to do X, Y, Z, and it's like almost like, marching orders, you know, and that's it. Exactly. And you're thinking in a very narrow Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Totally you, can't, you can't do X, Y, Z without – Right. You can't do those things, and you can't go, get into college, and you can't have a career. And even if you get into college, you can't do well in college unless you have these some of these basic skills and mm-hmm. unless you know yourself as an individual. Um, and I think mm-hmm. high school and college is a really good time to do that before you hop into something as big as the workforce. Right, and high schools really need to provide that environment so that you can you can be better able to answer those qu- or ask those questions and get the information you need. Hundred um, okay, percent. Really interesting. Okay, so as we wrap up our time, I have one more um, introspective question to ask you because so it's so interesting. Again, you know, Michelle and I talk about gosh, we've known Angelica and Jubilee for for like a year now, and a year to some people is like that's eh, not that long. But when you were, like, a senior in high school to a freshman in college in that 17 to 18 time span, like, a lot has happened. So, oh can yeah. you just, I mean, I have seen it. I would like you to be able to share maybe how, is, how have you grown or changed over the last 12 months since I, I, I've met you? Oh, my God. I feel like I've changed <laughs> a lot. Not, no, not so much, like, as a human being. I feel like I still am myself at my core. But mm-hmm. college, and I don't think a lot of people realize this, it is the biggest transition I've ever gone through in my entire life. And mm-hmm. it's not necessarily a bad thing, but it is the biggest transition I've ever gone through in my entire life. So in going through a big transition, you're bound to change. So mm-hmm. I've definitely changed a lot, and I've definitely shifted mm-hmm. a lot of my gears, and a lot of my focuses to mm-hmm. what do I want to be? Who is the human being I want to be? Is it just about Mm. making money? Is it just about having this top executive career? Is it just about doing that? Or is it about doing what you love and learning Mm -hmm. to implement what you love into whatever career you want to do? So business can be seen as something very cutthroat, something very straightforward, something very... um, just, yeah, just something very much like that. And with time, yeah. I'm realizing I can use my passions and the things that I love mm-hmm. to do and use them mm-hmm. to my advantage and use them to do, mm-hmm. do what I really want to do with my life. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, okay. Well, once again, I mean, the wisdom, I always say this, the wisdom from one Angelica Cortez. I've said that multiple times from uh, stage at two talks. And again, I am blown away. I could spend another half hour just talking about those inter- informational interviews. But 
Angelica, I want to say thank you um, for being our guest today. That is our show for today. And a special thanks to all our listeners, both in the U.S. and internationally, as we are an international show. We will be back again for another Sue Rising Radio or Women Lead Radio show, Mondays at 9 a.m. Pacific and Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific. It has been my absolute pleasure to be your host today. Thank you for listening and have a fantastic week. Women Leading the Way is produced by Connected Women of Influence, the premier private membership organization where like-focused, business-to-business, executive and professional women connect, collaborate, and cultivate a vast network of high-level affiliations, resources, and professional relationships. For more information about Connected Women of Influence, please visit our website at connectedwomenofinfluence.com.